Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz and this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If this is your 400th time, Welcome back. We're here with a mini so We're going to be talking about our worst deals and what we learned from them, right, Jessica? Because there's a lot that you can learn, yeah, even though it's- Worst deal? I don't know what we're talking about. You've only made a million dollars on every project, yes. right? Yeah. Only home run <laughs> in my entire life. I did not- I love it. Bombed. My project never got delayed. Never yep. over budget. Of no. course. No. You know, with years of experience, I think that when we look back, the lessons that, that that we learned, they were not pleased, and I was pissed off when they happened, and I thought I wouldn't survive, and I was about to quit, right? So I quit a million times in my head, but I kept showing up. So I think that the goal for this podcast, and we want to invite you to, to join us, is that looking back, those lessons were really crucial for our growth and accumulation of experience. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 Exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com. Or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com. Or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. So let's talk about this. I remember one of the deals that I had, it was with, with a partner mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be a rehab in and out. Yep. Three max, six months because there was a lot of construction happening, right? The biggest mistake that I've made with that deal was the contract, the contingency there. 
I did not have the power to hire and manage a contractor. That was not on my land. Therefore, when he hired a quote-unquote great contractor with a quote-unquote great price to come and do demolition, they did not properly secure the walls and everything collapsed inside the house. That means that I had to go back to the drawing board and I rehab had to be converted to a new construction. New construction in that area, there were no exceptions. And I had to go through the zoning again because the plan that I had did not apply. Jeez. Right? What was grandfather before did not, did not apply because I'm doing new construction. So we went... Not to the square zero. We went minus 100. That project took two years to get completed. I remember I made $7,000. Seven, not 70, seven. Even after two years, I made money on that. And I'm grateful for that $7, but I'm more grateful for the lessons that I've learned. I should have made over six figures on that deal. I know that. But so what's, the most, the, what's the most important lesson it, it all comes back to? The contingency. If you're doing a partnership, who is responsible for what? And in my case, with my experience, I need to have control of who I hire with the contractor and I am the one managing it. So I am the one making the calls or what goals and what does, right? And not relying on to, to save $10,000 of difference of estimates we actually lost a lot because the partner wanted to go with his buddy and his buddy was not skilled enough to mm. do the job. So even if you have a friend, any type of partnership, right? Going in already thinking about how would this be resolved if I need to get out, the contingencies, they need to be there. If we don't agree to sell this property, what's the plan, right? What is my role? What is the person's role? Who decides what? You know what's something that pisses me off? Yeah. Tell us, Jessa. Please tell us. Like, oh, God. I have, like, I got chills. I got triggers. <laughs> when people say, oh, we're going 50-50. What the hell does that mean? What the hell does 50-50 mean? You need to express what does that mean. You need to put it there. Are you talking about 50-50 in terms of finances? Are you sharing the managing of the project which don't somebody needs to be 100 percent in charge of that please 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 right so it isn't so that needs to be defined if you're going 50 50 regarding the profit there are a lot of other things that are not going to be 50 50 you might have 80 20 100 zero or whatever that is sure that needs to be on the contract we didn't do that we went 50 yeah. 50 50 50 is probably one of the hardest, right? And one of our mentors has said it's actually one of the hardest arrangements. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. Really if hard. I think that that's the most fair thing ever. It isn't. That makes a lot of sense. I love the contingency part and that makes sure everything is in writing too, right? It, that's, you know, huge. And it's just everything. It, it's, and it's hard, right? Because even Andres and I had a, call, a conversation the other day about a few legal matters. And we've, you know, we, we trust each other implicitly. But everything needs to be in writing, right? Yeah. Ultimately. So it's the protection of the company and protection of the, you know, ultimately the mission, right? 
So for me, the you know, there's been a number of them. I mean, you know, we we've been at this, me and Matt have been at this for almost, you know, 15 years. So there's been a, a number of different projects that haven't gone as expected. And then there's been a lot that have gone really well. So when I think about I think about the common thread, mm-hmm. you know, in, in terms of what hasn't worked in, in some of the worst deals. And I, I'm thinking about a project in Trenton. I'm just so you were involved in it because we were so we were so at odds of what to do. It was a, a 4,000 square foot building attached on, on both sides. So it had retail on the first floor and it had four residential kind of lost style apartments. And we renovated this. We bought it. We were going to renovate it. And we were renovating, excuse me. And we had so many challenges with various contractors. We had so many challenges with, with the city. Ended up having to take another year or so. We refinanced it and actually held it. But we had about $100,000 of a note that was due to our investor, meaning we couldn't pay him off all the interest that he was due plus his original uh, loan to us, which meant, you know, we were a hundred grand in the, in the hole, right? That was tough. We've we thus paid him off completely, made him whole and paid him off all his interest, which is great, but it was, it was hard to swallow. So I think about what responsibility we had in all that. I'm going to talk about the market. Yes, we could have had uh, a better contract in place with the first contractor who stole from us. So that's definitely, I don't even know if I need to say that. What's really interesting though, that that I think is a learned lesson that most people don't think about. They just think about the team, which is true. They just think about the actual project, but you cannot dismiss the power of a market, meaning- Local market you're referring? So this was in a uh, in Trenton, New Jersey, right? So, you know, capital of the state of Jersey, it's actually where we got all of our start on Matt and I, and for many years, we only owned property in Trenton, New Jersey. That's all we owned and managed. I tell you, yeah, if you can make it in Trenton, you can make it anywhere. I'm just going to say that. Not New York, Trenton. <laughs> so, breaks it on. God, you should change your, your song. Anyway, why I think the market piece is so important is that when you're looking at a project, you have to do an, an analysis on the market just as importantly. Not what you think about, obviously, the, the common things, right? Job growth, employment, but from a attraction of team perspective. Here's what I mean by that. Is there a pool of contractors that do business in this city or the area that you're looking to do business? That's a question. There are certain markets like Trenton that it was it was very hard to even enroll a contractor, quality contractor to come into that city. Why so? Right. So there's a lot of, now we didn't know that at the time, but in hindsight, right? Number one, is the area safe? It's very basic stuff here. But is the area safe? If they feel unsafe, they're going to be very worried that their equipment, right, their car is going to get broken into, those sort of things, especially if they're contractors in the surrounding area and they've had projects in in that particular area. That's a concern. We had so many contractors that we wanted to do business with that wouldn't come into the city. So then our pool of people to tap into became less and less. And when you're not in the driver's seat with that and, and people that you're employing to go and check on those projects. And then thirdly is who's going to manage this building? Are there property, ma- who are the property managers in that area? If you look into an area and you say, okay, who are the property managers in this area? And you can't find any, I would run. Don't be like, oh, I'll just be the property manager. That's great until you don't want to be the property manager. Mm-hmm. That was us. So I think we often overlook the power of the type of people we want to attract to our projects to actually do the business, especially if we're not swinging hammers and doing all the work ourselves, which many of the women listen don't want to do all that themselves. 
this is a big project, right? And just, it was a, it was a big reno project. This is a yeah. gut, gut project on a, a large building. And this is an old building, right? So, you know, the quality needed to be there. So I would say being mindful of the market so much more than we used to be versus just getting a good deal because it comes along with a lot of contingencies on not getting the right team and banks who want to finance in that area, right? The long list goes along there. So I think that the bottom line is that not because you can acquire a property for a lower price, that means that that's going to be successful because Correct. you won't have people to go there, the property management, the quality of, of your tenants. And there isn't a social impact, right, Liz, that you guys, Joe, that you guys are very committed to that. Yeah, that was our mission. It can't mission. be to the detriment of your company. That's when Correct. I think that the bottom line comes in. How can you influence the community in a positive way? But if your company, it's not financially being able to do that, that defeats the purpose. It's not a, a, a nonprofit from that sense that you will sacrifice in order to, to do that. I think that there is a way to do a win-win and it's all about the business plan and the vision and we can go on and on here. I love that. But since this is a Minnesota, that's what you got for today. And if that's the only thing that you were able to do today, congrats. That's enough. And you need to understand that that's what yeah. you can do. And I'm going to end on this quote. I'm going to end on this quote because I heard it this morning, Andressa. Oh. You love it. Failure is not important as long as you get the feedback that you needed. And so when you have a worse deal, it's not a failure. It's feedback. Because that didn't define us. Imagine if we stopped then. I wouldn't have met Andressa where we worked together on that and said, hey, we're not meant for this real estate investing thing. We're done. I wouldn't be speaking to you right now. Andressa, if she let, allowed that project to go the way she did and just stop her, we wouldn't be partners right now. So it didn't define us. And it's just feedback ultimately. You still learn from that and make it better next time. Love it. Let us know what you think. Go to our Facebook community group and share your thoughts. See you later. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.